Our Does It Stand the Test of Time experiment has one big winner and two giant losers. Callie watched the Victoria's Secret document that, or documentary that was on Hulu, and she has thoughts. And I'm going to start the show off playing some audio from a radio buddy that actually had me tearing up. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update Pocket. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, August 16th. My name is Jeff Tyler. Today, I am grateful for the windows in our home that give, excuse you, Lily. Uh, they give Sadie all these little sunbeams to lie in because Sadie is part cat, I think. Sadie is in our studio right now, and I'm not kidding you when I say there's about a two by 12 inch little like line of sunshine. A little, and a little strip of light. A little strip of light. And Sadie is sitting right in the middle of it. Solar powered. This is going to sound really mean after we said that, but I already had it. I was thinking about it earlier. Um, my name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for clouds. I love <laughs> clouds. Looking at clouds to me, I could do it all day. It's so relaxing. Even storm clouds are nice to look at. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I'm so into it. And for some reason, I it's going to sound so strange, but when it's really, really dark in the distance, there is, I don't know what it is about that, but like that, that appeals to me. It's cool. And maybe that's it. I just like looking, especially if it's, if it's not super dark where I am at the moment, but you look up and you're like, oh, there's a storm coming. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Feels peaceful or something. Maybe. Um, all right. I want to play a little, this, this completely caught me off guard. I want to play you some audio that was sent to us by... Brian Moot, mm -hmm. who were, who actually, when I was on the Burt Show, he's the guy who took my place after right. I left. And then he went and worked in a bunch of different cities. Um, he went to Los Angeles, um, then he was in Texas, and now he's back in Atlanta working on a country station. And they do something on this station every morning or maybe every week mm -hmm. to honor teachers. Mm -hmm. And so a teacher from Kennesaw, Georgia, which is in the, his radio station is 94.9 The Bull, is in the Bull listening area. A teacher named Valerie King called up to be a part of this segment, mm -hmm. and he sent me part of their conversation. So this morning show, um, it's called Moot, Kimmy, and Otis. And this, uh, he shared this with us because he thought we would, we would find it neat. And I did not expect to, to get a little misty-eyed. Do that. Valerie, the other thing that you mentioned in there, and Otis are going to love this because of the kind of feel-good sort of thing, the silver lining journals that you guys do. So, yes, there is a podcast that I listen to, and the couple that do the podcast decided to commit to like a year of gratitude. And every day they just sort of wrote, you know, one thing they were thank thankful for. And as a grown up, I thought, you know, that's so important in the world we're living in. These little ones are coming with just emotionalities. So I started to think, you know what, how can I incorporate this into my classroom? So I make them little upside journals 
sometimes we call them silver lining journals. It just depends on the group of kids and what they want to call them. And we look at pictures of clouds and we find the silver lining and we talk about why, you know, why that's important. And every day, they have about five or six minutes to write one thing in their week that didn't go their way and how they saw the positive in it. That is so cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A plus teacher. I know. Um, So I thought uh, that we should send a few gratitude journals. If we have any extra. Oh, a thousand percent. We um, should up to our classroom. And then Kimmy, who is on the show with Moot talked about, she's like, I want to start doing that or whatever. So I'm going to send some of them over there to, to, I have wanted to do a kid's gratitude journal for like four years now. And I, the only thing that has kept me from doing it is my own insecurity that I'll do it wrong, which is funny because that's the total opposite of what our gratitude journals are about. They're about giving gratitude, but not doing it in a wrong way. And I'm like, well, I can't make a kid's gratitude journal because then, you know, like, I don't know. The only, like, I think. What if I do it and I like hurt kids' brains? (laughs) You're going to hurt a kid's brain. But how, like, the only question I have about doing a, a kid's gratitude journal, and we could ask, I mean, there's people, we could probably ask that teacher yeah. who called into to, to that show. But but how, like, daily, like, our journals mm-hmm. that we sell every year have, like, you open them up and it's like a, like a half-size, you know, notebook, and there's a space every single day for you to write a couple of words. Mm-hmm. That's too small for a kid. Yeah. So, like, is a kid's gratitude journal, is it, like, week by week? So every time you open it, like, every new fresh page is, like, a week. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then the other thing about the the other challenge, I think, with a kid's gratitude journal is kids are so different every six months. Mm -hmm. So what appeals to a three and a half year old, right, is right. not going to appeal to a seven year old. Mm-hmm. Not even close, is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We, we don't know enough about kids. Yeah, we, we should. Know, we, we should know. start learning about kids before we have one of our I own. I mean, oh. oh wait, we do. Um, but I think you should just move forward with that. Just do it and then see. I mean, we just. I think we have to pick like an age group. Maybe it's like elementary because Ellie's too young. Like. Two-year-olds, too young um, to really get it. Maybe it's like something. Kindergartner's not, right? No. So maybe we do that. I don't know. Maybe we should. Anyways, let's crowdsource with teachers. Because there are a lot of teachers that listen to us that do gratitude with their students. If you're an elementary school teacher and you want to let us know what resonates with your kids and what they love with gratitude and, and more than that, how they get it, like what processes in their little brains that you do, um, give us a call 800-434-5454. All right, Jeff Dollar. Are you excited about our does it stand the test of time segment? Yeah. Why are you so, you seem nervous about it. Okay. I'm not nervous about it, but I have to tell you that I was buying all of this junk yesterday. I mean, it truly is junk. I'm like how all of us are alive after what we ate in the nineties. I'm not really sure. Cause I hope when you went to the grocery store, cause I saw your Instagram Yeah. and I know that you had uh, Ellie with you. I hope you threw in something healthy. Like, I hope you threw in some. I threw in fruit. Some bananas or like, I don't know, some Most loaf of, of wheat bread or whatever. Because if you just, if you take a kid, like, throw in, like, 
they're checking you out. And they're like, this woman is buying fruit roll-ups, Mountain Dew, high What made it even boxes. worse? What made it even worse? Because I had all this like junky food. But we had just been to the grocery store. So I did buy her like milk and I bought some like melon um, with it. But I like get to the only line that's open because we went really early in the morning. And it was too like grandmother age, 70 or 80 year old women checking it out. And they were like, every time they swiped a little bit of thing, they would like oh, yeah. kind of look at me and look at Ellie and be like, oh, crazy lady. Um, I mean, this they didn't stuff- say anything, which is nice, but I had, so I was like, do I say something of like, oh, I have a podcast. I promise that we don't only eat junk in our house, but I stuffed like all the junk food into uh, the cart and I felt really insecure about it. Um, if you had fed her every single thing that was in that cart, like over the course of one week, um, it could actually have been an experiment in embalming a person while they're still alive. It's true. It's like, true. If she ate everything that you had in that cart at this young age, um, 100 years from now, uh, when they put her in the ground, she would never decay. She would just be, she would, <laughs> it, would, it would plasticize her from the inside out. That is true. Okay, so we have three things today. We have high C fruit punch. We have fruit roll-ups. The flavor of this one is, it doesn't even have a flavor. I'm just excited with the high C. Sizzling red and yellow. That's not a flavor. Okay, but are we, we're, and then we have easy cheese and Ritz crackers. I couldn't get the Ritz crackers open, but can you open I these? think, uh-huh. I think we do the high C first. Okay. Because um, then we can use it to rinse our palates. Man, this stuff I used to think was so good. High C was like I for- the jam. I forgot. I was not, you asked me if I was a high C kid. I actually was not a high C kid. <gasps> I was um, a Hawaiian punch kid. I almost got Hawaiian punch, but here's the here's the hard part about this junk food. Companies have like revamped it. So is it like so it's not as like terrible. It's like now in half the sugar, or mm. you know, now made with real fruit juice. Like real fruit juice. The heck. Perfect. Stands the test of time. I would drink. Oh my god, that's so good. I would drink high C right now on a hot day. Oh my gosh, the high C. Tastes exactly like I remember. It's so good. Um, Can you open the Ritz crackers for this easy cheese? This doesn't even. <laughs> hang on, we're not. You're you're glossing over the oh. high C. Like we're not we even need giving to give it a moment. Yeah. I have another sip. Like as an adult, you could mix that with vodka, and it would taste like you're on vacation mm-hmm. at the beach. So good. And you know what um, else we need to add to the list? What? I do want to do Hawaiian punch. Punch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, Five Alive. What's Five Alive? You didn't have Five Alive? It's uh-uh. like, it's, it's, was that you or me? Who just gurgled? You. That was you. Okay. Gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> didn't even know what happened. Uh, five Alive is like five fruit juices all in one Ew. punch. But a neighbor, when I was growing up, a neighbor had that. Mm. And I was a pretty, my, my dad eats anything. My mom was a very picky eater, and I lean more on the picky side mm-hmm. than the eat anything side. And I remember being so weirded out about the fact that there was stuff mixed in with the orange juice. Like to me, like you drank milk or water or orange juice or like Hawaiian punch. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like that's what you drank. You didn't orange juice with like I don't even know with, with watermelon mixed in or mango. What's a mango? <laughs> and couldn't wrap my head around it then. At some point when I was 
old enough to be like, well, let me try it. It was the greatest thing I'd ever had. Do you remember if the Hawaiian punch, like I remember there were two, remember they used to be in these like plastic bottles. I'm sure that they don't make them anymore, but one of them was called Mondo and the other one was Hawaiian um, punch, but it was like in a plastic bottle that almost resembled like a Coke bottle and you would twist the top off. I bet they don't make those either. Too much plastic. Okay. First of all, I just have to say, so Jeff is opening the Ritz crackers. I have the easy cheese. I got the American flavor. It says easy cheese. And then on the top, it says no need to refrigerate, which is gross. Great. And it says pasteurized cheese snack. What are the ingredients? Do you how, really want to know before we eat it? Yeah. How far down do the, the ingredients list do you have to go before you see the word milk? Okay. So whey, canola oil, milk, protein, concentrate. So not milk. Milk Not protein. milk. Cheddar cheese, which has milk in it. Okay. Look at then that. milk. All right. So milk is like the it's fifth ingredient. I mean, there's only, well, 80 calories, I don't two wa- tablespoons. I don't want to ruin anyone, anyone's life, but I saw a thing on Instagram uh, not long ago that, don't squirt it yet because we really, I really want to get the sound of the squirt. It doesn't make a sound. It goes. Okay. You want me to wait? Well, you can squirt and then I'll finish my story, okay. but I just don't want. Ew. Oh, it kind of doesn't make a noise. Mm-mm. Why did I think? Maybe I'm thinking of Ready Whip. I remember. Ready Whip is the one that goes. I remember this being like bright yellow. It's kind of the color. <laughs> I wish it were bright yellow. I thought it was fluffier. It. This doesn't. <laughs> look appealing whatsoever. I'm going to take a picture of this for my Instagram. Oh my God, this is nasty. I use, I remember it being like bright yellow and yeah, this kind of looks like the color of pimento cheese. I saw a thing on Instagram that said, do not eat these foods. These foods are terrible. And one of the foods was rich crackers. <gasps> I know. That is blasphemy. Like, I'll actually eat a sleeve of Ritz crackers and think, like, I'm being healthy. I'm like, oh, it's a Ritz cracker. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what about a Ritz cracker is healthier to me than, like, just a saltine. Yeah. um, Okay, you try this first because I'm, like, really scared just by the color alone. But the other thing that I'm – there are a bunch of things on the list, but the only one that I've seen get attention after the list – after I saw the list was Skittles. You know, Skittles Skittles has um, a cancer-causing thing in, I think, the color – Oh, okay. Well, yep. cross that off my list. Yep. Know what we're not getting for Halloween candy. Sorry for the chewing noises. You try, Oh, my God. Is it gross? Oh, it's terrible. I don't want to try it. You have to try it. I don't want to. It, ta- it tastes mechanical. Why? Stop. It tastes like you're eating cheese and crackers while sniffing an engine. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it taste like motor lube? It's not good. Oh, my God. Let's <laughs> drown it out see? with the high C. Yuck. Am I right, though? Doesn't it taste like a factory? Yeah, that's nasty. It's like, that's what it tastes like. It tastes like you're eating a sandwich in a factory that's operating at full speed. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's gross. Okay. Good, good call on doing the high C first. Okay, our last one for today is a fruit roll-up. 
Where does the where is the flavor on yours? So it says look for flavor here, and then there's an arrow down, and then it's like oh. stamped on there. Oh. Now here's my question about the fruit roll-ups. When you ate these, did you Oh, just so you know, just full disclosure, the fruit roll-up label says blazon blue green, but then it notes that it's also flavored with other natural flavors. Okay. So the 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 fruit roll-up isn't just pure blue green. There's other natural flavors. I have red and yellow. Okay. What? Did you used to take the, the um, characters out of the fruit roll-ups? <gasps> There's no characters. I have no idea. There's no even... punch-outs. That wasn't a thing. That was a thing for us. There were always, like, punch-outs, and you could um, take- Oh, my God. I'm already annoyed at this food. I'm annoyed oh my at God. The, it's I'm, so hard to unwrap. I'm annoyed at the noise this is making. I'm annoyed at- This is terrible. Okay. Without even tasting this, I hate it. You're annoyed. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so high maintenance. Okay. <laughs> but you got to stop with the crinkling. I'm about to punch a fruit roll up. It doesn't taste as good as I remember. I'm trying to open mine so slowly. I feel like you were just doing this. Sorry. Really sour. Mm. Kelly has one eye closed. That's so sour. Okay. Oh, that, Ellie, if it's sour, Ellie will like oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so sour. Pretty no, sure. That doesn't taste like I remember it tasting. I'm kind of disappointed. Well, this is a weird flavor. I can't. I don't even want to. I'm so sensitive about the noise. Okay. <laughs> Lily, you don't want this. You have no idea what would happen to your butt oh my if God. your dog ate this. Doesn't stand test time. No. And like, I feel like I have a coat of sugar on the back of my throat. Oh, wash it like down. Like it stings. Rinse it off. Gargle with some high C. That'll make it better. The people who hate food noises are Sorry. just unsubscribed from our show. Yeah. All right. So results. Doesn't stand the test of time. High C. Absolutely. High C, I would, I, if you came to a party at my house and you brought high C, you would be my favorite person at the party. Don't do it on the easy cheese. No. Don't do it on the fruit roll-ups. Ugh. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. <laughs> I just watched a documentary about beavers. I got to tell you, it was the best damn show I've ever seen. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club. Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show. Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. I'm going to talk about my Bruce toothbrush right now, but you really want to wait 24 hours and then hear what I say about it. Because in about 30 minutes, I will be using my Bruce toothbrush to scrub out fruit roll-up from my teeth because <laughs> of our recent taste test. Uh, and I have no doubt, there is no doubt in my mind, it's going to be an exemplary clean. The Bruce, Bruce toothbrush is an electric toothbrush, and 
so it automatically, it's already moving more than a manual toothbrush does. But the thing about the brush, and it's hard to describe, it, it almost vibrates or oscillates as well as scrubs, right? So you're, you not only are- You feel like you're getting a deep clean. Yes. It, it, it feels dentist. It feels like you've gone to the dentist. And when I first went from a manual toothbrush to an electric toothbrush, I'm like, oh my gosh, my teeth have never felt this clean. Then I go from an electric toothbrush to specifically the Bruch electric toothbrush, and there's going to be no going back. Here's something else. I think I talked about this last week, but I, it, to me, it's worthy of mentioning more than once. My Bruch toothbrush is black. I don't know how it works, but with just a quick rinse, after I brush my teeth, there is no residue of toothpaste. That's amazing because uh, toothpaste yeah. residue problem is real. And I didn't think of that when I got the black brush toothbrush. I, it wasn't even something that was in my mind. And then when I unpacked it, I was like, oh, man, this is going to look so nasty. It doesn't. It's weird. So whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. Experience it for yourself. We are proud to be partners with Bruce Toothbrush here on the upside. And you can get 20% off your purchase by going to Bruce, that's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash upside. That's Bruce, B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash upside. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance beauty and skincare products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. There are no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. They're certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Causes in the name for a reason. Every single purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. Now, I have been using Thrive Cosmetics for years. One of the things that I love, this was the first product I ever tried based on the recommendation of a girlfriend of mine, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It is one of their best-selling products, and it has more than 20 thousand five star reviews. It gives you the look like you have lash extensions without having to get lash extensions. Another must have is their sunproof three in one invisible priming sunscreen. Now it's primer, but it's also got SPF 37. So as we all know, SPF is critical. The more SPF you can get on your face, the better. And this is a great primer. It is so soft. It's like silky smooth. Thrive's Bigger Than Beauty mission is for every product that we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have over 300 giving partners across the country supporting numerous causes, and I love that they give back. Our purchases matter. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E. T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bomba's, you're also giving to someone in need. They have designed their socks, their shirts, and their underwear to be the most comfortable clothes you wear every single day. Everything they make is soft. Everything they make is tagless, and everything they make is cozy. Now, the Bombas socks, everybody knows about Bombas socks. You know they got a pair, though, for everything that you do. Like, they've got performance styles with sweat-wicking fabric. Uh, they've got no-show socks, so you can wear your cool shoes without getting them all stinky. Uh, and, of course, they've got uh, just your everyday socks. 
All of these socks are going to be a free free from the annoying toe, toe seam that seems to take every sock down a couple notches. But socks, underwear, and T-shirts happen to be the most requested items at homeless shelters. So Bombas donates one for one. For every item you buy, they give something to a homeless shelter. And right now, Bombas customers are proud to say that we have all worked together to help donate over 50 million items of, of essential clothing. Go to bombas.com slash upside and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit Callieandjeff.com. Last weekend, I watched the Victoria's Secret documentary. It's called Victoria's Secret Angels and Demons. And it's on Hulu, I think. And I will never spend another penny at one of Les Wexner's companies ever again. Victoria's Secret, Bath and Body Works. I think those are the two that are Limited. left. I think he sold it. Well, but he probably still owns I don't know. Stock. I don't know how that works, but I. You should look up that list so you don't penalize somebody who doesn't deserve it. I should. I should. I should. And let me say, like, it's a documentary. So, you know, you can form your own opinions and stuff like that. But it's crazy because it was talking about how I thought it was just about Victoria's Secret and the success of the brand and how they revamped it and stuff like that. That's like 10% of it. Um, the, the gist, the big gist of it was how the owner of the brands who owns Bath and Body Works and Victoria's Secret and formerly owned the limited and the other family of brands that they have. Um, he was in business with Jeffrey Epstein. And as we all know, like that, that mess is widely public now. And I was just thinking about like, that's it's funny that that's your perception because I bet if you went back and like with a stopwatch and timed the episodes, I don't think that 90, I don't even think 50% of of it was about Jeffrey Epstein. The problem, not the problem, but the reality is that is so significant that only 3% of it could have been about his friendship and business relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. And it's so gross and awful that it, like the rise of the company, Victoria's Secret, is amazing. It, I mean, then, it is really incredible. And they were talking about how um, truly at one point, like you would walk into a shopping mall and the company that owns those and the guy that owns all those companies dominated the mall. Yeah. Like, because he had so many brands. Like at one point he had like 13 stores in each mall of different brands that he owned because he was like a retail He's genius. He's a genius. Um, and they had interviews with him. And when he's talking about the retail stuff, it's so, I mean, he was just a mastermind. And then it's almost inspiring when you hear him yes. talk, like it's so creepy cause it's almost inspiring. And then you find out through the course of the documentary that he was closely tied to Jeffrey Epstein. And a lot of that money went through and to Jeffrey Epstein and all of this kind of stuff. And I still, to this day, buy products from Bath and Body Works. I'm done. I'm the, done. The thing about the Jeffrey Epstein relationship that's so uh, alarming is that at one point, this guy who's like a gazillionaire, I have no idea what his net worth would have been, but he signed Power of Attorney over 
everything, his companies, his personal assets, his real estate holdings, his, his charitable endeavors. He signed a document basically giving Jeffrey Epstein full control of all of, of that. everything. In who that, what Epstein had to have had on him in order to do that is so. I mean, I don't even think our minds can fathom no. that. Like, and I didn't really fathom it until I started watching this. And a couple things. First of all, I, in the early 2000s, I was shopping at Victoria's Secret all the time. Like it was the it thing. Like I, didn't even know another place to like buy underwear until I was like in college. Right. So it was hugely popular. So was Bath and Body Works shopped at limited shopped at express, um, all of these places. And I can't even believe like you fell asleep. Jeff, I think I fell asleep. Jeff fell asleep. I was riveted. I was like on the edge of the couch. Well, but you also weren't spending money there in the early 2000s. Like it was a largely female demo. Yeah, you weren't around me during college Valentine's days. Oh, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> but they were saying like at one point they used that money to like buy some sort of like a shipping airline that had ties to like Iran and all. I mean, it is so next level crazy that it's almost unbelievable. But it just made me think like the reason we didn't know any of that is because the internet was like in its infancy. You know what I mean? Like you could catalog shop a little bit and then the internet was a little bit there, but you, every, the information wasn't as fast as it is now. So none of us knew. And we were obviously all making choices with our money. And, you know, we inadvertently, I say we, cause like everyone that I know shopped at these stores and like funded this crazy thing unintentionally. And my mind is just blown. Like it's so important. And that's why I love like, yeah, that's why I love knowing more about brands and how transparent brands are now about who owns the company, what their story is. Like, it's so cool to know that stuff. Um, and to stay away from companies that, you know, have issues like this. I mean, or have issues that are important. I mean, this is obviously to the extreme, right? But there probably are probably the most extreme. <laughs> this is to the most extreme, but that the transparency that comes with the vast amount of knowledge that we have at our fingertips makes it so um, easy to align yourself with brands that resonate with you and your beliefs, mm -hmm. you know, and you can see what a company is all about. And if the environment is important to you, then you can align yourself with brands that, that plant trees and, and use you know, sustainable campaign. materials. Yeah. And, yeah. and if, you know, uh, uh, taking care of, uh, homeless pets is important to you. You can find companies that support that with their philanthropic endeavors and yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's, Cool that it's available. Um, okay, what we're loving, before we even get into what we're loving this week, I think we have to issue a retraction of sorts. What? Was it last week or the week before that we talked about the Tillamook ice cream sandwiches? Oh, yeah. Br Jeff was wrong. Jeff was wrong. I'm not... Mistaken. I'm not even mistaken. I think I accidentally ranked the Tillamook sandwich higher than the Trader Joe's sandwich 
Callie took issue with that after we finished recording. Her next trip to Trader Joe's, she bought the Trader Joe's ice cream sandwich. We had them both in the house at the same time. We were able to eat them both at the same time. And and, and they are, to me, they are equal, because this is America and there has to be a winner. I guess I was mistaken. To me, they're not even close. Really? Here's the thing. Tillamook does dairy amazingly well. Dairy, ice cream, all of that. Trader Joe's does snacks well, and that includes cookies. And the cookie on Tillamook, it's inferior. I'm just going to say it. It's inferior to the Trader Joe's one. The Trader Joe's one has the ice cream sandwich, but it's sandwiched in between two cookies that taste like Great American Cookie. Like, if you told me those were Great American Cookie um, ice cream sandwiches, I would believe you. They are so and, soft and so delicious. And they roll them in mini chocolate chips. I so mean. You, you get a ton of, so yeah, I guess I hate to, I rarely admit it and I hate to do it. It's my least favorite thing, but I guess I was wrong. What are you loving this week that's not ice cream sandwiches? Or this, would you like me to go first? I can go first. The okay. store five below. Um, there. What was that? Lily again. She was grunting. <laughs> I, I think the sun went away. And the dogs are like, ugh. Ugh, why are we in here listening why to them talk? Why are we in here? <laughs> I love the store five below because for, it doesn't take a lot to impress a child of Ellie's age. She just likes like new and neat. And I've gone in there a couple times and purchased like her, one of her, her top three favorite toys right now is a soccer ball. I got it at five below for five bucks. So five below is like the dollar store, but instead of everything being under a dollar, everything is under five dollars. I think so. Ish. That's like the shtick, though. Yeah, but they have like like a little toy section. They got like a little housewares thing. They got like it's just fun to go walk around and. But I just I like the for for getting stuff for Ellie. The store five below has not let me down. I ran across, so we all know that I scroll. Oh, I'm sorry. What the last sentence I want to say about the five below thing um, is. I walked past it a hundred times before ever going in. Mm-hmm. And then when I went in, I was like, I've really been missing out. So that's why I wanted to include it, include it in the what we're loving thing. Mm-hmm. Because if there's a store that you're like, that place looks neat, but there's probably nothing in there for me. Go give it a chance. That's what I did with Five Below. Now I love going in there and getting a little stuff for <laughs> Ellie. Okay, carry on. I watch... Facebook videos like all the time. Like it's my version of TV. So I'll click the watch button in the app and just scroll through. And I found someone a couple of weeks ago that I am riveted by and his Facebook, I think he has Instagram too, but the Facebook videos are where it's at. He has like three quarters of a million Facebook followers and he's, um, Iowa dairy farmer. And he shows, his dairy cows answers questions from people, shows kind of the behind the scenes, and it's so cute. And he's really funny, so it's a very cool, like non-intimidating, um, and it's fine for animal lovers. And it's so cute. It's so cute. You should send in a question to him and go. Will you taste test both the Tillamook and the Trader Joe's cookies? And from a dairy oh point God. of view, give us your expertise. <laughs> I think the guy's name is Dan, and he's fantastic. Um, he also, like, hits back at people who are, like, you know, rude to him online. And he's like, actually, you're wrong. Here, like, I'm going to tell you why. And he backs everything up with, like, data and stuff like that. And it's really cool. So I'm into it. Iowa Dairy Farmer. 
Here are your three random things for today. My first random thing, your first random thing, our first random thing. I can never get my my brain settled on what I want to use for that. But um, the Golden Girls theme song, you know, thank you for being a friend, was supposed to have a different theme song. And it's not like an unknown theme song. It is a Bette Midler song. But they went to license it and it was too expensive. She had a song called Friends. Bat. You should have cut your prices, Bat. Look at what would have happened. I mean, so they were too expensive. And then that famous Thank You For Being A Friend song was selected. And here's the part that makes me feel really bad is because I used to work in music. Most of the time, it's not an artist approving stuff like that. It's someone that works in an office who's just responsible for saying, yeah, this is what we charge and whatever. So she probably didn't even know. So if Until it, later. If it had gone to Bette Midler and she like looked at the script or the the whatever it's called, the summary of the show, yeah. she might have been like, yeah, I'll do it for half price. They can have it for half price or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's not how it works. We tried to get a song a while ago that Jeff and I are obsessed with. And we talked to like the person in charge of royalties and stuff like that. And he was so data, 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 this is what we charge. And we're like, okay, but also like maybe we could, he's like, nope, data, 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 this yeah. is what we charge. We're like, okay, we're poor. Um, a guy named Bob Jablonski, it's his real name, uh, he lives in Jersey. In 1947, he went to his high school library and he checked out a book about Adolf Hitler. So it's just a couple years after World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he signs the book out probably to do a school project, probably do something like that. Uh, Two weeks ago, while he's reorganizing his family home, he found the book. 75 years ago, he took it out of the library, never took it back. Oh, my gosh. He found the book. He said the book's in perfect condition. It still has its original reference card. So it obviously just got misplaced after he finished doing his school project Mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, So he took it back to the library. That's cute. Yep. Um, he took it back to the Jersey City Free Public Library System. And luckily for him, they did away with late fees in March of 2021. So he doesn't owe a dime. No late fees. How does it even work anymore? I guess. I don't know. I mean, sorry. That was the wrong question. My question that came out of my do, mouth wrong was how do they not charge late fees? Like you just take a book and then hopefully bring it back? And then in 75 years, bring it back. Yeah. I would be fascinated to, to read a book about World War II. Right after it happened. Two years after World War II. Yeah. And then compare it to what we know now. Now. You know? Yeah. Especially because, like, this, again, this is, like, before the days of the internet. So things yeah. that happen now. Right. We can, you know, Google it, whatever. But there's much more limited information, you know, two years after World War II than it is, than there is now. So, anywho. And your third random thing is there is enough gold inside the earth to coat the entire planet. So 99% of the precious metal can be found in the earth's core. There's enough to coat the entire surface of the earth in 1.5 feet of gold. One and a half feet. Yeah, but you got to dig to the core, which is impossible. I know. But, you know, everybody could be rich like 20 million times over. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell 
everyone you know. For those of you that love Halloween, I want to let you know that yesterday uh, I was running errands and I passed the first spirit of Halloween sign in the window of an empty retail store. I am less offended by that now that I feel, now that we have a kid back in school, quote unquote, back in school or going to school, because I feel like tis the season. You know what I mean? Like summer is officially over. And I feel like before we have Ellie, it would still feel like summer to me. Um, But now I feel like we have a defining. It's going to take a while. I don't like of... Ellie going to school in August for me to believe anything but the end of summer being Labor Day. Really? Yeah, because that's how it was where I grew up. Oh, that's true. You went to school like through the beginning of June, usually like maybe June 10th-ish. Then you had the rest of June, all of July, all of August off. You would have Labor Day which is on a Monday, I believe we had Tuesday off and then everybody would go back to school on Wednesday. That to me, as you said it out loud just now, I just had like a aha moment. That makes no sense for a place that's so cold. Like you would think that Northern states would be like the first ones to go back and then they would like get out early for Christmas or something because Keep it's so cold. Yeah. yeah, it's so icy, it's cold, it's whatever. But I guess if like, so that seems kind of backwards, but I guess well, if- Well, keep in mind school calendars and everything were set up, like everything about school, it was set up for it's, agriculture. Oh. So the reason some people have summers off so they could help their families in the fields. They hmm. go back when they go back because of the crops, all that stuff. So. Just got just, just got a little bit of catching up to do in the education. Yeah, system. just just a tiny bit. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Laura. A cure for your Instagram auto click habit, and for any app that you find yourself mindlessly going into, is simply to move it. For some people, you might just need to absolutely remove it from your phone. But for me, I just need to move the button. I don't keep any of those um, mindless click button groups for me because that just makes it too easy. But I do keep them in comfortable spots on my phone. And then whenever I feel like I'm clicking them too often, I just move them to uncomfortable spots where I have to flip through screens or it's not a comfortable spot for my thumb or finger for wherever I hold my phone and I have to reach for it or look for it. And it's just a really quick cure for um, reaching for things from my phone. So if it makes you think you actually take that second to pause, which kind of, and maybe that'll help. Have a great day. For years, I have been a non-stick cookware person because I hate the cleanup of pans where things stick to them, right? One day, a couple years ago, I was cleaning off one of my non-stick pans and I noticed that some of the metal from the pan was missing, meaning it was in my food. Then I started Googling about it to try to figure out if it was dangerous or not. And sure enough, there are so many chemicals in nonstick pans. So I found a great alternative and that's Caraway. It's time to ditch the chemicals with Caraway Homes, non-toxic cookware and bakeware collections. So you can make healthier cooking a piece of cake. Now the founder of Caraway had the same problem that I had when he was Googling nonstick options options 
and learning so much about the chemicals that go into them. So he created something better. Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenwares are designed for our modern homes, and they have a chemical-free ceramic coating. The food, like, glides off the plate. It's awesome. And they are super, super gorgeous. They have amazing colors that will look beautiful in your home. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside or use the code upside at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Hey Jeff, this is Christy. Um, when Callie said that sometimes in meetings she has to process things, and her brain starts to spin about how her face starts to, you know, get away from her, basically. And she starts to make, um, you know, she has expressions about it. I do the exact And sometimes it does get a little overwhelming. So what you see on our face is not anger. It's not us being upset. It's just overwhelmed pretty much. So just let us be overwhelmed. Let us be a little confused and let us have a minute to process what we were just told. I know that was a little bit rambly because ADHD and I'm driving to school. So Jeff, don't dismiss things that she says are ADD and ADHD because she is spot on the money about it. I've reached the last years of my, I'll be so glad when. I'll be so glad when they're out of diapers. I'll be so glad when they start school. I'll be so glad when they're out of school. I'll be so glad when this, when that. I wasted so much time on that. I'm not trying to be that old wise woman giving you advice, but if I could tell you one thing, don't postpone joy. Find your joy in what's happening today, because that's where it lies.